When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. That's why Mint Mobile is here and offering premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month with no catch. Mint Mobile. It's great for anyone that's looking for a way to get a little bit of extra savings. You don't have to pay for those big plans, even though they still have the high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network with unlimited talk and text. You can use the phone you have right now with any Mint Mobile plan and keep on trucking just like you are just saving money on your mobile plan and if you're not 100% satisfied Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7 day money back guarantee so you can try it make sure it works for you and then you're all set to go so switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan and get the plan shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com slash dnvr be sure to go to mintmobile.com slash dnvr to let them know we sent you. Welcome in to the GNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley. A bit of a later evening one for y'all as the Avs did manage to defeat the Anaheim Ducks in game two of the rookie tournament. Uh, They made it harder than it had to be, but it was fun. (laughs) Well said. All right. So, well, maybe I should I should temper that a little bit because the first period of that hockey game was not fun. The first period of that hockey game was pretty terrible. Um, you know, like Crow said after the game, uh, they kind of sleepwalked through it. Yeah. And the Zegros thing, I was like, look, the Zegros thing seemed to get everybody kind of going. He said, well, it got them going. <laughs> he said they woke up and they beat us up. Fairly accurate. Just- yeah. We just sat there and took it. Uh, and then he mentioned that in the second period, they woke up and got going. And that was good for them, I suppose. Yeah. It was I, way different. Periods two and three were way different. Yeah. Night and day on the ab side, for sure. Yeah. Um, if you hear funny noises, that's because I'm still trying to figure out how to eat a meal. Got to get it where you can. Apparently, I left Colorado and just can't figure out how to be an adult who takes care of myself anymore. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I imagine that gets rough at, at tournaments like this where there's no food. But yeah, like we go down there, there's no media setup of, of any kind. There's not even there's not a workspace for us. There's nowhere for us to try nothing. and write. There's no yeah. nothing. We can't. <laughs> yo, real talk. We can't even get heat up in that piece. So <laughs> the rest of that, the rest of that is just me being a whiny bitch. But you know, <laughs> little a, little b. 
<laughs> Entitled media and it again. Wine, 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 wine. <laughs> well, the abs on the ice finally broke through. It took them four and a half periods. I, I guess four periods and a couple minutes to, to score a goal. Um, I, I guess we can break it down goal by goal. We can go by the Ducks first goal um, in the first period, about nine minutes in. Not a ton to that one. Miner just gave up a super juicy rebound and things fell apart real fast. Yeah, that uh, that rebound from Miner had super Vladislav Tretiak, Mark Johnson, 1980 vibes. Yeah. Just a weak little dump on net that somehow gets punched out and the rebound ends up in the net where you're just like, Excuse me? What <laughs> were all of you doing? <laughs> Didn't didn't think we needed to take that seriously at all, or just yeah, you know, anyone? It's, go get the yeah. puck, please. Yeah, just it was a a major like Bueller vibe, like yeah, Bueller, hello, <laughs> McFly. How many movie references can I throw into this yeah, thing? To, you're, to try and, you're on a high pace right here. Yeah, to try and make my point that it was just it was a total no show. Yep. Yeah, I think that one was pretty straightforward. Uh, the Avs' first two goals in the second period come shorthanded because apparently that's <laughs> what it took for them to break the ice at this yeah, thing. <laughs> the first one I thought was more of an Anaheim breakdown where the Avs just took advantage of bad decisions. Sure. By the by, the Ducks. And then the second one I thought was just the abs kicking the hook ass. was like this is my puck now. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was just them doing really really good PK work. And that's that's not to say that the first one wasn't like good work. I just For thought sure. that there were the the Ducks took some chances, some unnecessary risk. Yeah. And the abs just kind of walked their way into that free 2 on 1. Yep. So the first goal for the they capitalized from Mutala and Boucher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Matt Boucher, who uh, uh, had maybe the highlight of the game when he slashed the back of Trevor Zegras's leg. Uh, and nobody has seen seems, this today. seems yeah. to have, <laughs> nobody apparently saw it. Uh, the entire section, uh, I was sitting with Peter Baugh and. Eric Stevens and Corey Pronman and Chris Peters. Uh, and we were all asking each other, did you guys see it? You guys see it? anybody see this thing? Did anybody see this thing? The, the camera None of us saw it for the home group too. Yeah. Yep. None of us saw it, but all of us heard it and immediately looked over and he was writhing on the ice in pain. And it was like, Oh boy, this is worst case scenario. Um, Seagrass seems fine. So. Yeah. Um, was there a post game? Was there a public post game update from the Ducks? Uh, there was not a post game when it came in the middle of like third period where they said they're holding him out for precautionary reasons, but he's fine. Okay, cool. Because that was, we got the same word. Um, just, I did not know that that went out on the broadcast. Um, yep. But yeah, we got word that he's okay. He's, he's all good. Yep. And so, so Matt Boucher, big night. Um, got yeah. almost a Gordie Howe. Yeah, got uh, got the fight, got yep. the, got the uh, goal as a result, and then got the first goal, got them going. Big stuff. Yeah, he that was nice. I like Sasha's play. I will give Sasha credit on that two on one. He did have to make the pass on the backhand. Yep, uh, good thought, pass. I thought it was quite nice, but 
the like Sasha's game. The yeah, I thought he had a solid game too. You saw Sasha was doing the stuff that he has to do in this game. He's yeah. playing with that 110% energy all the time type of stuff. Yep. He did the role player things that he didn't have to do with the Americans in the WHL. Yep. And it's what is where he's going to have to find success in professional hockey. Yep. Um, I liked his, I, to be honest, I thought he had two pretty solid periods uh, against LA. I, and then it followed fine, it up but with. But it wasn't anything special. Yeah. It, I mean, that was that was one relatively speaking. Um, yeah, sure. No, Randy, I'm in Phoenix. This is an Airbnb. This isn't my house. I wish it was though, because I fucking love this house. <laughs> Dope house, but you'd have to live in Phoenix then. So, yeah, I told I told Z I was like, can I just take this house back with me and kick out my stoner ass roommates? <laughs> well, I I the thing is. Sasha's goal, Sasha's and Boucher's goal was nice. It was pretty. Yep. But you put that one side by side with the <laughs> new hook Bowers goal, and it's a complete, very similar plays, but the level of skill on the new hook and Bowers one is a whole different universe. I mean, the, the new hook feed where you are over top and lands it, yeah, flat on the ice. A perfect pass that the defender never had any hope to stop. And it's and and Bowers is loaded and waiting Dude, for it. And like Bowers hammers it home yeah. and you're just like All right. Okay. <laughs> Can't really see my eyes because I'm leaned way back because I'm good and tired and now the reflection is just my screen, but <laughs> There you go. Hammered it home. <laughs> My goodness, it was beauty. It was it, the really. I, I, this was the game for Newhook and Bowers that, and Byram too, to to a lesser extent. But Newhook and Bowers especially were like, "Yep, we're done with this shit." We're, yeah, we're, I write we're on. I write my Shane Bowers story. Like I publish it like three hours before game time. Uh, no doubt he read it on the bus. Uh, the bus ride over. <laughs> Ready to go off. Yep. Fuck you, AJ. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a bad piece. It wasn't it wasn't like I dinged him. Just yeah. And, and as we kind of already said, the second period, especially the Avs, just murdered that team. They were extremely dominant in that period. Yeah, yeah and it was really uh, they got the lines rolling. And Colorado's best players just started to take over. Yeah, it legitimately, that that top line just kind of destroyed the game. Yeah, um, I, we could talk about Olauson for a minute because uh, he was better. He was better. Minimized a lot of the mistakes. Uh, I felt bad for him. He tried to make a he tried to make plays on a couple of different. Uh, on a couple different occasions, and one of them, he gets held and like dragged and down, no called, yeah, yeah, and like he's like looking at the ref, and he's like, "What?" And then like the other one, the the defender just makes a great play and just knocks the centering feed out of midair and just yeah. moves it, and it was like, all right, there was definitely still. The decision making was nerves and the decision making with the puck was still too slow. Um, yeah, I chatted with uh, I chatted with two different 
uh, scouts about him who who just said, "Holy smokes, he has a long way to go." Yep. So pro scouts too. So they're not guys that have been sitting around watching him in Sweden. Sure. And I will I will give him a lot of credit though for the Abs fourth goal. He played exactly the way he needed to. Newhook dumps mm-hmm. the puck in deep behind the net. He didn't look like he had done a lot of this. It didn't look like it was something he was comfortable doing, but he goes in, hits the guy behind the net, helps yep. create a loose puck. Newhook yep. picks it up and and finds Bowers for the goal. That was right after he should have drawn the penalty, and he just rolled in there like a wrecking ball on the forecheck and created yep. all of that. It was a great job by him. I don't know if he got if he would officially been credited with an assist had we had official scorekeeping, but if he wasn't officially credited with one, um, he gets he gets the made the play one. Yeah, and to Evan's point here, <laughs> yeah, I, I this is what I'm saying though. Like, I wonder how much of this is because he's just skating along with the puck, doesn't make a decision until it's too late, and all of a sudden he's trapped. Yep. He's going to have to speed up everything that he does uh, in pro hockey. But also, like, we've also talked about this. Like, this is... He's going to the OHL this year. He's going to go to the OHL, which is the perfect level for him. If they thought that they were going to play him in the AHL, then this week would have been... Certainly put a hard stop to it, yeah. Great evidence that that should not have been the plan. Um, And it just sounds like they were pretty on the nose with this one. Yep. Um, That he needed to go back to junior. So that is... That is obvious, uh, but today there were at least some positives for me to talk myself into where I was like, all right. I mean, I shouldn't uh, genuinely, I shouldn't probably be having to do mental gymnastics to to get excited about a first round pick. But one, it was this draft class and two, it's a late, late, late first. So, you know, I need to, I, I really just need to stop being a bitch about it. And, and to remind people of circumstance, he has been in the United States for two weeks. Yeah, like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. it's absolutely true. That, well, and you, you also keep in mind that he does not speak advanced English. Yep. Um, so he's he's struggling to communicate with everybody around him right now. Yep. And there was no Wingerly tonight, so he did not As a have translator. Yep, yeah, he did not have he did not have a crutch in a in a countryman who he could who can relay things to him. Yep. Yeah. So definitely a lot of adjustments for the kid. A lot of things he's got to work on for sure. But his two line mates don't need to work on much. <laughs> uh, New hook. Yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. 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 So when you watch. Rookies go off like Newhook and Bowers did tonight. What better way to enjoy it than when you're sipping on a beer, right? So go get Breckenridge Brewery, the official mm-hmm. beer of DNVR. You can get them down at the DNVR bar. I know uh, these stream games aren't live there, but once we get into the season, we're going to have every Amps game at the bar. So come down, watch them, especially look with thing, how things are with altitude. Looks like you might not have the easiest time getting it at home. So you can always have it at the bar. Great way to come watch. Check out Breck Brew. You can also find them at your local liquor store as well. Use the Breck Beer locator online to do that. Then you can hit up Green Mountain Dental Group. 
the best family dentist in the Denver metro area, just 15 minutes from Lakewood, uh, or from Denver, rather, in Lakewood. When you get a cleaning x-ray and exam with them, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. So jump on that. Get yourself a toothbrush to make cleaning your teeth that much easier. And Green Mountain Dental Group. They'll take care of you as well. Everyone who switched says they're a great dentist. They give you reminders. They always want to make sure you're on top of your teeth game. So there you go. Perfect. Good to go. With that, of course, also check out us at the DNVR. Uh, as the football season continues to roll on, we're doing dope stuff. If you missed it today, we got party buses going to Broncos games. So check one of those out. It uh, It is super awesome. The home opener coming up on the 26th. We got the party bus. It's going to be awesome. They're uh, they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't even know what some of these things are. Of course, they have the Breck Brew. It's a round trip, so they can take you home as well. as You, you get a shot of AJ's dope uh, B&B here. Uh, they got pizza. They got entrance to our tailgate. So party bus has got you covered, top to bottom. Uh, the round trip bus ticket with all-you-can-eat pizza and delicious Breck brews only costs 30 bucks. It's basically the price of parking at the stadium anyway. So jump in it, get on on a tailgate, and uh, and come have a good time. Yeah, the bus is going to be popping if it's if it's anything like the tailgate show. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the bus is just going to be the tailgate on the move. Basically, that's what it's going to be. So check it out. Be sure to hit up the party bus for the Broncos game this next coming weekend second period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook all right should we get into some of the non-scores i saw a chat talking up foodie he was fun to watch again tonight you should be a defenseman <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez. Um Yeah. I really don't really have a whole lot to add other than Foodie looks awesome. He he looks really fun. Yep. Um there's not a temptation for me to drop him into the NHL. Yeah, there. Um there's a lot of stuff. There's so much stuff that he needs to work on still. But it's so fun to see what he does well. All of the polish that Bowers has, Foodie doesn't. Yeah. But Foodie will just blast off and go coast to coast out of nowhere because he's such an insane skater. (laughs) I loved, loved that when he got to, when he got that one opportunity to try and win a foot race, he went to, he He went hard to the net. I was so dry. I was like, if you pull up at the dot and you try and find a teammate, so help me God, you're going to hear me screaming it at this dude on the broadcast. I'm going <laughs> to sound like that bitch-ass ref yelling at Bo Byram. Like, oh my goodness, man. And then he just put his head down and went, I didn't go, didn't work out, didn't get a shot on goal. Wasn't, was not close to, all that close to being a goal or anything, but I'd love the aggression. I'd love the, the mindset and the good. mentality. Yep. Yep. That's That's a situation where you're like, if he can add over the next year, year and a half, if he can add enough strength where he just dusts that dude or he just dismisses him with his upper body strength, yep, we're in business. Yep. It's he has to get there, but if he gets even close to that, the dudes could be uh could be insane. Uh so 
a lot of work to go still there as well. <clears throat> but his skating, when you watch him zone exit, it's just so fun. Yep. So highly recommend on that front. Uh, yeah, it'd be really good if he was a defender with that zone exit. Okay. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, let's talk about some defenders then. Uh, Yo, Graham Sward. Just kidding. <laughs> he he looked solid tonight. I mean, I really. It was fine. Yeah, I actually I liked it. When you're talking about a 17 year old, actually, but <laughs> Charles Edward Dastu. Diastus or Dastus? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, Dastu. Um, we got a DM from somebody who was like, "You guys are idiots." It's Dastu, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, man." Okay. I, uh, so not first, not the last name. I'm gonna say horribly. So I didn't like him. I didn't like that. I didn't like it at all. I, I think he got kind of gypped on that penalty. I thought that was a good stick lift, but. Yeah, I mean, I didn't care about the penalty. I thought he got. I thought he played poorly, man. Fair enough. I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like his feet in recovery. I didn't like. Uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't like the way that uh, he tried to transition pucks. Um, it just. It just doesn't look like he's just very good. <laughs> the truth. He didn't. Is, he didn't look comfortable. Evans. Evans he, I, I thought he was on an AHL deal, but I could, I really need to revisit. I, yeah, I I don't know all the moves the Eagles made this offseason with like AHL deal guys besides Mutala. Um, but yeah, because several of these good like Boucher and uh, Tardif are already on AHL contracts. Yeah, Gendron too. That's the guy. That was forty six. I kept forgetting who forty six was, and I was like, that guy sucks. He wasn't good. I'll leave yeah. it at that. Uh, he got so lucky that the official evened just up. Just send him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he like it was definitely a retaliation. Pasajov hacked him, um, and I think it was that was when things were starting to get really a little heated. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. uh, no, tomorrow tomorrow's game is at nine a.m. my time. 10 Arizona, Mountain. Yeah. Arizona time, whatever time zone they're in this month. Yep, 10 a.m. Mountain for that one. Um, I didn't really notice Clearman much at all tonight. I don't know. I did. I noticed him a lot. Okay. Um, the puck, the puck was problematic, but I really, really liked his defense. Okay. I really liked. Um, I really liked what he. I really liked the way he engaged. Um, and I was I was telling Peter Baugh this that I I like the way that he uh, I I like that he made quick decisions defensively, and he uh, went in and like he engaged fully, and he would. It wasn't. It wasn't like overly physical. It wasn't irresponsible. But when he had to, he would lean on guy. He would put the, some weight into it, and he defends with purpose. That's what I'm trying to say. He defends with purpose, okay. and I really that I really liked. Uh, uh, he had the one nice puck play at the blue line. He also had the one puck play where he just tried to dump the puck in, and he caught a dude in the eye randomly because he wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And dude 
just took a puck to the dome. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it, it snuck through because I was sitting right on the angle of that. And it snuck through like three guys. And just found and that guy, and that dude was looking at the bench, seeing if he was going for a change. And it caught him in, it caught him in the face. And it was yeah. like, I was glad he was okay too. Of course, of course. So with the, that, that, I liked that from Clerman. I liked the, uh, when he made quick decisions with the puck. He's your classic defensive defenseman, though, that when moving a puck in his own zone, when it comes to trying to set up a breakout or trying to transition. Clinch time. <laughs> yeah, you are white-knuckling that entire experience. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I do like his defense, man. I think that there might be an NHL defender there, but I don't know that the puck skill will ever allow him to get into the league. Yeah. He's well, got a lot of work to do there, but he's he's more intriguing than I was expecting. Should we should we look at the polar opposite of that and and Justin Barron then? Because I what mean, you think de- of him. I did not like his defense in regulation much at all, but he made a great defensive play in overtime to draw a penalty and and the ads end up winning the game. So pasa job again. Yep. And did you see that former Avalanche camp invitee Bryce Kindop took that little shot on net after the whistle? That was him. And, I yeah, and that was him. Yeah, and uh, uh, Baron got in his face and was like, "Don't do that again." And Sampo Ranta was like, "I'll fucking kill you." <laughs> like I, Sampo Ranta went full blown crazy eyes on him. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, he's got dark facial features as it is," and I was just like, "Man, he could be a Bond villain." <laughs> <laughs> he definitely could. Uh, I mean, that's I don't nice. know. Um, Rambo Santa as a Bond villain, though, would be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a, maybe a bit of a stretch. But uh, with Baron, like, it's great that he's doing that stuff after the whistle, but he's still way too soft in in play. Yeah, for a guy, for a guy that, oh, dude, I can't get over it. Evan said he reminds him of Cody Franzen, and now that's all I can see. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, it it's just like if you look at the comparison of you see Bowen Byram go down and play a man in front of his own net and the dude is cross-checking the shit out of it basically and yeah. Barron's just kind of standing there next to his guy yeah uh, somebody's got a light of fire in him man yep. he's just such a nice guy a weird miscommunication or something by him on the, the Ducks second goal too I don't remember it. It, it ended up being a, a shot came in off of minor and on the left side, I forget which duck it was, is coming down and Baron and Olausen kind of have like a miscommunication about who's going to take the guy traveling down. Mm-hmm. And then Baron, for some reason, like, I don't know if the guy juked him or what, but he cuts to follow this guy to the boards and the other guy just walks to the front. Right, of the right. Yeah. It was a weird read. Yeah. yeah. I do remember it. I do remember it. Yeah, it was a weird read. Yep. So, a little weird there. I, I, as one of Baron's pluses is supposed to be his positioning, and you see something like that, and you're kind of like, mm, yeah. I don't love Especially it. Especially one of the things that he said in the story that I put up out uh, on him today was, one of the things I pride myself on is my hockey sense. Yeah. And it's like, can we see some? 
Yeah. Then you had the the defenseman at the top of the food chain here is obviously Byram. Uh, played solid on the whole. Ended up. I I still not a hundred percent sure if he got the game winner or if Ranta got a piece of it. He did not. Okay. So. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched immediately um, to see if he. Uh, gave credit to Bo or not, and then we talked to him after the game and asked him, and he said, "Nope, I was just screening him." Cool. So and then I made the game winner. Butt. Then, yeah. <laughs> Sample's got a big butt. <laughs> well, it worked. Healthy yeah. abs score game winner. So take it. Um, yeah, Byram. Uh, looks ready as well. He, he didn't have the total pop-off that Newhook and Bowers did, but... <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about this thing with Byram. How yeah. weird was that? What did it look like from your guys' angle? What I, happened? I So I don't know what happened, but, like, I went back and watched it again, and it, it doesn't seem that aggressive. Like, we can't hear anyone yelling, but it looked like Byram was skating off, and then the ref, like, pulled him back in and just started talking to him about something. And okay. he was like, it looked like the ref was like going down a list of things or something. And Byram just kind of stood there looking confused as far as I could tell. Okay. And that was kind of the end of it. Did you guys hear the ref? No, we, shit? we couldn't hear the ref at all. No. I I saw your tweet about it, but. Dude. When I say he was screaming at him. Yeah. I am not exaggerating. The entire rink heard him. The game next door might have heard him because he was screaming at Byram. And okay. we were all super confused. Look. I've never seen I've never seen an official like scald a player like that. Yeah. From like like outwardly. Like all he had to do was skate up next to him and talk to him. And instead, he's screaming at him. And wouldn't you know it, uh, after the period, Byram's gone, and it's Bowers and Newhook who are talking to the who are talking to this to to the linesman, and are like, "What's what going on here? That? Yeah, like what's what's the deal here? Like, come on, what what's a that guy can't yell at our captain like that? Yeah." You can't just undress him verbally like that. It's not okay. What is he thinking? What is what the fuck just happened? And then this moment actually comes back to play a little bit of a role here because late in the third period, the game is 4 to 2 with like a minute to play and the Ducks uh so the Avs have iced the puck. They call timeout, the the Ducks call timeout and yeah. blah 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 blah. They pull their goaltender, and the abs are saying it was icing. You can't change, you know, you can't, you know, you're not allowed change to do this. Yeah. And they, Byram doesn't have the conversation. Yeah. It's Bowers wearing the A from the bench yep. who, is, who is calling over the official to say, what's going on here? Like, what's, what's up? And I'm not entirely sure what Colorado's point of contention was. They're allowed, like, the Doug, the Avs were the ones who iced the puck. Yeah. 
Like the Ducks were allowed to change. They're allowed to pull their goaltender. So I'm not sure what the point of contention was, but uh, the only, all I could hear was that the Avs bench kept shouting, "It was icing." And Whatever. then, well, and then when when they call the official over to talk to him, it's Bowers calling him over to have right. the conversation because he won't talk to he won't talk to Byram anymore. And it's like, what kind of middle school <laughs> juvenile petty ass bullshit? <laughs> is going on with an AHL referee who won't talk to a 20-year-old captain of this team. What is happening here? It was so weird. It was so, and we were all super confused. The scouts that were sitting around us were pissed. I bet. At the way that the official was treating Byram. Yeah. Because they're like, this is unacceptable. This is totally disrespectful to the player for no reason. He's not getting anything out of this. And he's just dressed down this kid for no for nothing, for no gain. It was incredibly weird. And then that whole third goal situation happened and or the whole face-off situation happened that led right to their third goal where Clerman's stick broke. Yep. Sorry. Clermont's stick was slashed out of his hands as uh, immediately off the faceoff, and it broke, so he couldn't go get it. And so they had a two-man advantage, and then they score on a tip play right in front. Yep. Where Clermont can't do anything about it. Yeah, I mean the defense cool, guys. was pretty gross. Even it wasn't even with the slash, but it wasn't it wasn't good. But like, you also just don't have to worry about the defenseman having a stick in front, and guess who scores. The dude right in front. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, eh, well, with a pass that comes through on Clearman's side. But how about that? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, whatever. At the end of the day, yeah. The, I was, don't even care super. about the result of this hockey game. So it was more the Byram getting screamed at by the official, where it was just like, I don't think I've ever seen this before. Like, officials and players have conversations all the time about this and and referees will tell will, will regularly tell players i don't want to hear it that dude yelled at pasta immediately uh when they when he and Gendron went in the first period yep. he was like shut up i don't want to hear it that's a normal interaction but screaming at a dude before a uh before a face-off telling him to show some leadership what because that was he that's what he said why don't you try showing some leadership why don't you why don't you try why don't you try showing, you know, your team how to do it? How to handle yourself. And it was like Yeah. What? Didn't hear any of that on the feed, so I don't know. What are you talking about, crazy man? <laughs> and then to see like Newhook, the Newhook's a pretty smiley, happy dude. Yeah. And after the period, I don't know if you guys could see it on camera, but no. uh Newhook was pissed. Not happy, yeah. Yeah. And Bowers, Bowers always has like that. Like yeah, he has that. Like he never look looks happy. Yeah. <laughs> that dude, that dude could straight up be in a hitman movie someday if he wanted to be. <laughs> Just walking like, around with an angry he's, mug. Like. He's gonna be. He's gonna be one of the dudes that John Wick kills in like the sixth movie. <laughs> if, if hockey doesn't work out for Shane Bowers, he'll there be a perfect. There you go. Uh, well, how many movies can I reference in this? You're, pod? you're, you're going off. Today. I'm on, I'm on fire, man. Um, well, I do have to reference some meat 
with Hassle Cattle Company. Oh, Matt, it's not where I thought that was headed. I know, I know. See, now that I got y'all suckered in, I can just, I, it's like you're eating out of my hand. You think everyone's going to be a Manscaped, but no. Yeah. This one's Hassle. Um, sorry, I'm not eating out of that hand. <laughs> I know where it's been. <laughs> Hassle Cattle Company, they have the Wagyu Beef Burger down at the bar. They also have a ton of other awesome meat. All of their steaks, the sirloin, the tomahawk, the ribeye, you name it, they got you covered. Go check them out at HassleCattleCompany.com and get 10% off when you use code DNVR10 at checkout. If you order over $200 of meat, you get free shipping too. So they got you covered. Then check out Solace Meds because, you know, when you're about to eat a sweet, juicy steak, you probably want to give yourself the munchies first. It all adds up. Solace has products from 15 to 25% off in-store. Check all those out when you order online for pickup. You can also get 20% off everything when you use code DNVR20 at checkout. They have four locations here in Colorado, one in Wheat Ridge, one right next to the DNVR bar, one up in Fort Collins, and another one off-Broadway as well. So they have you covered here in Colorado. Go find one near you. If you go to the Wheat Ridge location and buy something, you also get a free King Cone to boot. So, yeah, Solace Meds, S-O-L-A-C-E-Meds.com. And last but certainly not least, Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really helped many, many people with migraines, aches and pains, IBS, joint pain, all sorts of stuff. It It's kind of a wonder drug in that regard. Plus, it comes in your morning coffee now, so it's just that much easier. You can keep your routine, and it'll take care of all that stuff for you. Check them out today at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Get 25% off your first order with code DNVR25. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ, what what do we think of, of Ranta and Bocage in this game? Uh, I thought it was way better from Sampo. Agreed. Um, he wasn't he, a defensive sieve. On multiple on multiple um, occasions, Ducks players tried to stand him up and smoke him, and he just bounced off of him. Yep. Uh, he did have an ice pack on his right elbow after the game, so I'm assuming he was a little sore. Sure. Um but no big deal. Um, I loved him on off in the offensive zone, being as aggressive as he was, both on the forecheck and with the puck. He was trying to make stuff happen. I really liked that. I appreciated that. Um, he and Bocage came this close yep. to yep. a goal on a tip play. Should have been. But didn't quite go for him. Uh, with I, Bocage's game was weird. Oh yeah, I forgot you. Uh, <laughs> you asked about Bocage. Yeah. Um. There's a reason I forgot. Sounds about right. Um. He has so he has such a long way to go. Yep. Um. The shot is great. There's really nothing else happening there right now. It's um, it, it, I did notice uh, every time he gets hit, he, he gets this big goofy yeah. like smile on his face, and I was like, "This is weird, man." Either that's a Willem Dafoe, that's my fetish kind of thing, or 
He's trying to hide the pain. <laughs> either either way, kind of a strange response to contact. I, to your point, like if he finds himself in a situation to shoot, it's great. But every time I see him with the puck and it's not a spot to shoot, I'm waiting for him to show me something, and I haven't seen much. And I even uh, even like you said, even if it's not perfect and he just has an aggressive mentality and is trying to go hard to the net like you saw more of from Sampo tonight, even that Mm -hmm. is something I'd be like, look, this is a positive. You can work with this. But definitely you see him get the puck on the half wall and he kind of just sits there with it. It's just the very definition of what Jared Bednar would call a passenger. Yep. That's a great way to put it. Yep. So. Not without, not without skill and not without talent, but he's getting. I mean, uh, Matej Kazalik has more moments in this tournament than he does than Bokash does. Yep. Jack O'Brien was great tonight. And great. scoring the Avs' third goal. Yeah. And uh, to Taron Pfizer. Pfizer was all over the place, especially early in the game. Up and down. I talked to a couple of. I talked to a. Uh, uh, what are they called? Um, uh, Roman Yossi is the captain. He just made them look like manatees in the drawing thing that they do at the media thing. The Predators. Nashville. I talked to a scout from Nashville. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't remember that. I couldn't remember the thing. And did, did you see manatees? Roman? Did you see Roman Yossi's attempt to draw I a Predator? I have not. It looked like a manatee. <laughs> I was like, does that dude think he plays for the manatees? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, anyway, that probably ended up looking worse for me than it did Roman Yossi, but whatever. <laughs> Go and look it up. They look like manatees. Anyway, I talked to I talked to a predator scout uh, who loved Pfizer. Like, all right. was all just, over him, yeah. Just chatted him up. Um and was just like, and I was just, you know, I was like, I've never seen him before. Um, and was just like, Hey, how's it going? Like, what are you seeing? You know, as a, as a person who's not with one of the six organizations that is represented here, why are you here? Yeah. What have you seen out of this game that you like? And, uh, it was, Pfizer was a guy that he pointed out specifically. Probably because he's not under contract, and that's what that guy's there for. Yeah. So when is you to see look Pfizer for sign with uh, <laughs> the Predators AHL yeah. affiliate, you'll know. Yeah, right. <laughs> when he's a when he's a Milwaukee Admiral in a month, remember this conversation. Can we get a petition to change their name to the Milwaukee Manatees. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! I wish we could find that picture. I can. I'm sure I can find it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, while you look for it, Trent Miner. Yeah. Tale of two games. He battled really hard early on when his team was letting him down, and he did a good job. He made some big-time saves. And then and then he didn't. <laughs> yep, the final minute, it was like, like I get, like, Jamie Drysdale makes a great play to Jacob Perot, and Jacob Perot got drafted in the first round because he can – but really that, wire puck, but that was not a special shot. That he had to catch it, corral it, set and shoot, and Miner was just cheating to the middle of the ice, man. Dude, like, it was not good. And there were some other situations where I thought I really, really liked the reads that Miner had made. He aggressively put himself into position and he stopped pucks and he gobbled them up. 
wasn't tons of fat rebounds. I mean, that first goal wasn't great. If you're UC Parkola, there's a lot to work with here. There's a lot that you were encouraged by. I, I'm i not as high on him as you are. I think he played solid. I think he battled, but his glove was giving up too many rebounds. There were a lot of yeah, it, that were bouncing off of his glove. and It was weird that he could not catch, like yeah, cleanly yeah. catch a puck. Definitely would agree. It was problematic. Yeah, we have the uh we have the the picture. <laughs> Can we zoom in on that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, they're manatees. <laughs> That's a manatee. I don't know what that is, but it's definitely not a predator. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's rough. They made him sign it too. I love it. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? That's a signature under there at the bottom. Yeah. Damn. I bet that thing's worth some money. Right. That's gonna they hang could... in someone's house, <laughs> dude. You would be like the ultimate Pred super fan to put that thing in your in a, in a or something. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody will be like, somebody will be like, oh. The kids, uh, the kids got some artwork, and they're like, "No, Roman Yossi drew that. I paid money for that." <laughs> they told me it went to charity, but I know better. <laughs> All right, enough, enough disgusting non-predator pictures. I can't believe we haven't done that off-season show yet, where we have to draw logos from memory. Oh yeah, we don't want to do that because well, we you and I blaze. Yeah. Well, you and I are horrific artists, right? So exactly. I think that's why it would be fun, is we would just be like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I, I <laughs> the thing is, like, no, you got to put it in a frame and then put it on a magnet on the fridge. Would it be fun if it was totally unrecognizable because it was that bad? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but anyway, uh, final thoughts on the abs in this game. Uh, you know, Yo, Shane Bowers, that was the game he needed, man. Yep. We, we haven't even really talked about him, but he was right, all over right. the place. Even before the points were getting scored, he was all over the place. He was a monster. What I, what I really loved was that f- his physicality ramped up as the game went on. And they were challenging him along the wall, and he was winning those battles. He was stepping up, and he was dicking those dudes down as he needed to. It was awesome to see because that's what he needs to do. He needs that aggressive mentality, and he needs to use the added size and strength to get those dudes and win some puck battles along the way. And it was... It was really encouraging to see all... And, like, the goal, like, like the one-timer was was dope. The uh, the finish on the fourth goal, that's a great job. His He just All outskated everyone on that goal. Like, he yeah. was the first guy to the spot. All of that was all of that was good, but the area where he really, really needed to, to show well, especially <clears throat> if he's going to be asked to play left wing, was the board battles and the physicality. Mm-hmm. He has to have that. He it does look like it. a manatee. Why would a marine biologist head explode? It looks like a manatee. <laughs> so, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> if it were me picking, I think Newhook had the best game of the two, but you can yeah. give it to Bowers as well. Yeah, but certainly, I think just given their situations, uh, Bowers' game is more important. Yeah, he really 100%. needed that. One hundred really needed that. Yep. I'd Mars. like to see him get to play tomorrow morning. 
just let them keep going. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for giving him as many opportunities as possible. So if he gets the chance, great. But you know, all all of this is just ramping up the camp, right? And that's where yep. the fight really starts. Yep, absolutely. So We'll, uh, we'll have you covered on that. We will be back tomorrow afternoon for a post-game show on the morning game for the Avs. Uh, and then we'll be off Tuesday. AJ's driving home. I'm busy on Tuesday. So catch us Monday, post-game. Then we'll be back Wednesday. Post-game? I mean, the game's at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Post-game will be uh, at like 1.30 or something. Yeah, it'll be like close to our regular time, our regular yep. scheduled time. Yep. So. Check us out. Hopefully you tune in. We appreciate everyone here tonight in the chat. Thank you very much. Whether you watch, listen, however you consume, uh, we are going to get out of here for the day. Until next time, we will talk to you all later.